So how about we open with a joke today? <laughs> you know you're not the greatest joke teller, right? I, I know. I'm going to give this a shot, though. <laughs> All right. It's just a one-liner joke. Oh, it's a trucker joke. Oh, boy. I mean, what else would I say? Oh, boy. Now, seriously, now if I mess it up. Let's hear it. So with the rise of self-driving vehicles, it's only a matter of time before we get a country song where a guy's truck leaves him too. <laughs> that was actually good. Did I do good? You did pretty good with it. That was super awesome. All yeah. right. Let's get this thing started. Okay. All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by National Carriers in Dallas, Texas. They are looking for lease drivers, company drivers, student drivers, and team drivers. Call them at 888-311-7076 and get one of those beautiful KW T680s they have. Also, today we're being brought to you by Cocoon MDR. Right now it's on Android only, but it's soon coming to uh, Macintosh, which is Apple phones. Uh, it's just an app that truckers download, and it, it follows you around and pays you right into your account. Uh, just deposits money. The more you drive, the more you make. It's awesome. And we're also being brought to you by J.J. Keller, the trucker's best friend. J.J. Keller, call them at 888-601-2017. If you're looking to become a truck driver, if you're looking to have any of your paperwork uh, organized, these people do everything in trucking. Call them 888-601-2017. Ruth Ann, I would call J.J. Keller because I would need them for real. Yes, you would. Yes. I mean, if, if like if I went ahead and wanted to get my DOT numbers, I would just, like somebody uh, emailed or um, sent ToxEDL's Facebook page a message the other day. They said, hey, I'm really wanting to become an owner-operator. I'll pay somebody. I'm like, well, call J.J. Keller. That's what they do. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I, how many people are becoming owner-operators now? It's just, a lot. It's insane. Yeah. It's really going through the roof, which is cool because truck drivers are making good money. Mm-hmm. So anyways, moving on. What do you got for us today? Anything? Or do I have something? <laughs> okay, well, check this out. <laughs> no, I was looking at stuff, but I kind of closed them all out. You know, we got we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. I've got a couple episodes coming up that are going to be super awesome. But today, we're just kind of looking at the news a little bit. I, I actually came across a couple articles. And check this one out. Listen to this article. Okay. It's all trucking, of course. Man fired from Iowa Trucking School for dreadlocks files civil rights complaint. So... Check this out. Now, I'll tell you why. I'm going to read it to you in a second. So you got a guy. He's living in Iowa. He mm-hmm. works at a trucking school. Mm-hmm. And he had dreadlocks. I still don't see what the issue would be yet. Well, this is what their claim is. Their claim is he had to be able to wear a hard hat, right? And because his hard hat won't fit over his dreadlocks, they they uh, gave him the boot. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, you can look why? at both sides, but honestly and truly, go ahead. But if he work, did you say he works at a trucking school? Yeah, I don't know. Was he a teacher there or what? Here, but why I, do you wear a hard hat if you're teaching them to drive a truck? You don't wear hard hats in trucks. I mean, honestly and truly, I I, I don't know if if in Iowa they wear hard hats or on the range. I have no idea. How about I just read this? It, okay. And this came from KCRG. Check this out. I'm just going to read part of it. It just says, the, uh, the man let go from the Iowa truck driving school for his hair is in the process of filing a lawsuit against the company. Damon Mitchell says he was dropped from a commercial driver's license program with T 
TMC Transportation for his dreadlocks last month. The company told him that he wouldn't be able to wear a hard hat over his dreadlocks, which is required for the job. Iowa does not have any laws protecting employees from hair discrimination. Kind of a crazy, it's kind of crazy. I mean, you could read the entire, I'm going to be linking it in, in the, uh, the show notes and everything. People can read the whole article, but it's, it's um, a little bit crazy. What, what, are, what are really your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I can, I can understand some of it, you know, wearing the hard hat when going in certain areas and so forth. That's, that's a safety precaution. Yeah, if, but I've never seen anybody at a truck. Then again, today's trucking I didn't hear it say trucking school. Well, that's what it is. It says it. it TMC is not a trucking school. No, it, their trucking school, tr- TMC is tr- a trucking school they use. That's what it said. It said a. Here, let me go back to it. It said Damon Mitchell says he was dropped from a commercial driver's license program with TMC Transportation for his dreadlocks last month. Um, because it's necessary for the driving. I don't see him working for the school. He went for. He was. You're saying he was there to get a CDL. That's what it sounds like to me. Is he went to TMC and was going through their program to get his CDL, and they said, "Sorry, we can't have you because you need to wear a hard hat while working with us." What the the title is? Man fired from Iowa Trucking School for dreadlocks. So if he was fired, he was working there. I, I'm just saying. I still don't. I think it was. I think it. They're contradicting. To me, it sounds contradicting. TMC's regulations state that you have to be wearing a hard hat while an employee of their facility. Because, probably because of the fact that it's, well, TMC's a lot of flatbeds, right? Yeah, it says after the firing last month, um, he, he returned to Texas to get a lot of support from his friends and strangers who actually um, offered him all kind of jobs. So it sounds like he was actually working there. Now, whether he was working there or not, Okay, in my in my book, here's the only way I think TMC or anybody at the school has a leg to stand on. If before he started, he signed anything saying he would he would be able to wear a hard hat and that he may have to cut his hair or something to that respect. I mean, other than that, I don't I don't know that they have a a leg to stand on, except. On the other hand, it says there is no disc- they, they don't have a law discriminating against to protect somebody from hair discrimination. Right. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I, I think that all in all, it's really not a really great situation when, it, when you think about it. But here's what I'm honestly thinking go ahead. is that he was a driver that came up to go through schooling for them. And if that was the case... When he got there, they're like, well, dude, you can't, you can't wear the hard hat because of your hair. We can't hire you now. You know, we're going to have to fire you because he already came there. But if he was already an employee there and he worked teaching, there's no way that they have, like you said, anything to stand on unless he signed some form of a waiver because he was an employee there and he was teaching there and... Now, all of a sudden, he needs to wear the hard hat to be able to fully function on his job. That doesn't sound right. Do you know I, what I'm saying? I would like to know a little more, like, how long was he there? Like, was he there? Did That's he just start and they told him, you got to get your, your, you can't have the dreadlocks? Or did they, 
you know, or, or had he been there a long time and grew them or got his hair braided into them? I, I mean, isn't that dreadlocks? You get them braided that way or whatever it is. Dreadlocks, they're not, they're not necessarily like a braid, but they're just, when we were down at the mall the other day and the guy had them down to his, his calf. Yeah. yeah. Those were dreadlocks. Right. It's like a braid, but it's not quite a braid. It's like twit. Some of them are, well, no, cornrows are twisted. Um, the, they, it's it's a special way that they braid them. Are they thicker? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of hair, yeah. They put, like, chunks of hair in it, and they braid them down, but it's a specific way they do the braid. So can you see a hard hat not being able to fit on that? I if mean, he has a lot of hair, yeah. And some of them, they don't go down. They go kind of upward. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So oh, Okay, so if it was maybe an upward. Yeah, because some do. of them will do it where it's, like, kind of going up, where they'll put it up. Okay. And if that's the case, then it won't work. It's just kind of crazy, you know what I mean? It, uh, just even to hear something like that, but go ahead. Well, it says he went back to Texas. Back to Texas. I know, right? Yeah. It's, it's that country song you were just talking about. But if he went back to Texas, then why did he go all the way to Iowa to teach at a school? Yeah, I was thinking that too. So that's what I'm saying. It sounds really contradicting. In, in the title versus what the rest of the article says. It sounds to me really that he was hired and, you know, went up there. And after they got him up there, they look at him and they're like, he goes through half of the program, maybe, part, you know, the beginning part of it. And they mm-hmm. realize, hey, you can't wear a hard hat because of your hair, which, you know. And, and, and if anybody out there is listening, which we know uh, uh, quite a few people are. From the numbers. Yeah. Um, I just want everybody to know that we're not on either side. I'm not on TMC side. I'm not on the, on no, the, on the guy's no, no, side. No, no, you know, no. I'm just saying, like, we really stay neutral most of the time on a story like that. Only be, I'm just trying to report what I heard. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's right to one point on one side, and I don't think it's right on another point on another side. So I really... Yeah, I, I know, can actually see points on both sides. Right. I, I really can... I can see him saying, you know, this is BS, especially... here. I'll say this. If he's been... If he was there long enough to where all of a sudden now they're saying it, then I'm on... I would say I would be more on his side. Mm-hmm. But if he signed papers or he was told in an interview before he got hired, or maybe like you pointed out, look, he's coming up to tech from Texas. He, he shows up there. They had never... Maybe they... They hired him. Maybe they hired him. Uh, you know what I mean? Like through, most truck drivers, like through Indeed or something, right? Like they hired him in that respect, in that way. And then when he got there, that's when they said, "Oh, yeah, you can't have the dreadlocks because of it's a safety issue." Here's the reasoning. Yeah. Here's the reason being so. And because I, I looked on the blog on uh, the uh, uh, one channel, and it was saying. You know, lawyers help this guy out. He's got a good suit, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you know, he may not. You know, if he showed up on day one and they're just telling him, listen, this is, goes for everybody. We, right. every, it doesn't matter who you are, okay? You can be the president of the United States. If you can't wear a hard hat, you ain't coming in here to work. It and, may, may be a rule. And, and it, 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 it has to be a rule. If, if, a, if a hard hat is a necessity to work at their facility, then... That's that's one of the rules is if you can't wear a hard hat, you can't be hired, then there's nothing. He don't have anything to stand on. Just like some drivers, you go to some companies, you can't have facial hair, you can't have tattoos, you can't have piercings. Like They're really strict on it. And it's not them saying that they're biased or that they're um, 
what's the what's discriminating the word? Yeah, they're not discriminating against um, long hair, hair or yeah. tattoos. I mean, just like the song says, you know, that's just their requirements when working there. The same with wearing a certain specific clothing. That's what they want as an appearance that you can't, you just don't get hired from it. They can't hire someone from another state. You know, if he, if he sent a copy of his, of his license to them, well, that picture might not show him with, with, with dreadlocks in it. That's right. So, and if, even if it did show him with braids in it, it, it doesn't show it quite the same. You won't see it. You just see a face, a face with some hair. The hair maybe being braided, or, or it wouldn't show how thick the hair is. You know, it doesn't show how thick or how long or any of that. And it might be a while ago. You know, generally when someone has dreadlocks in, they're growing their hair a long time. They don't take them out. You know, I believe in when you haul like hazmat stuff, like with tankers and gases. Mm-hmm. You can't have like beard and and mustaches because of the breathing apparatus you have to have right. on in certain cases. Mm-hmm. That that's a requirement of the job. If right. you have that, you are going to be getting yourself killed mm-hmm. because you don't have it protected correctly. It's not sealing right. So you you had said you had mentioned that TMC is flatbed, mm-hmm. and you're right. If they're actually if this school is just specifically training flatbed and heavy haul, you know, stuff that's on the outside, high tarps, um, you know, just all kinds of things. Going and getting cranes, you know, if they're going and taking in beams and these cranes are there, right? that's, yeah, you that's, have to wear it if it's a, in, a, in a specific field. That's a good point. So hard hat, steel toes. I mean, I would imagine every, there's a major safety outfit you have to wear for that job. So, you know, I guess without all the full information, we can't make judgment on it, but... Yeah, and, and, and some dreadlocks are not... They're not really braids. They're just like tangled hair. Yeah. Okay. So it really depends on how they did them. All right. Moving on from the dreads. Moving on. Moving. Check this out. This is a crazy story. Do you remember Roadrunner? Um, not the <laughs> one... No, the, the Roadrunner, they're just a, a giant company. Huge. Yes, I do remember them. Well, they're still in business. But listen to this, former Roadrunner exec facing decades in prison for fraud. Wow. How about that crap? Repeat that again. Former Roadrunner exec facing decades in prison for fraud. Okay, I thought that's what you said. I'm going to read some of this. Okay. Listen to this. This comes from actually Overdrive Online. So here's what it says. It says, former Roadrunner exec convicted in accounting fraud scheme. A federal jury on Monday convicted former Roadrunner Transportation CFO. You know what the CFO is? Chief, Chief Finan- Financial. So this is like the bean counter, the big guy. One of the big guys. He's not the CEO, but he's the CFO. His name is Peter R. Armbruster. On four accounts of violating federal security laws in what the Department of Justice called a complex securities and accounting fraud scheme that resulted in a loss of more than $245 million in shareholder value. Wow. When you, here's the thing. It's when you go to the, when you get up on the rich side of, of, of the world, they, that's the sharks. It's, and when you, when one shark takes from the pool of sharks, they eat him and, and he is now going to be eaten. He, he's one of the sharks and he went and stole from the bigger sharks. And when you start, when you start taking from the richer, 
That's the one thing you don't do. That's one way to hurt a rich man is 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 hurt his money, <laughs> and he did. Um, all the shareholders. It says, Roadrunner, once one of the country's largest publicly traded trucking and logistics companies, acknowledged in January of 18 that accounting discrepancies occurred between 2011 and 2016, and the company reissued financial statements for 2015 and 16. Roadrunner said then an internal investigation found the company overstated its net income by approximately $66.5 million. He said the company also overhauled its executive team after the discovery of the accounting discrepancies, including replacing Arm Brewster. He got, he got booted, but he was the leader. Mm-hmm. said for, following a 14-day trial, the Eastern District of Wisconsin convicted Arm Brewster of, on one count of securities fraud, one count of misleading Roadrunner's auditors, and two counts of falsifying Roadrunner's books and records. Arm Brewster awaits sentencing on, on October 29th. He faces a maximum prison sentence of 25 years for securities fraud, 20 years for misleading auditors, and 20 years for each books and record violation, according to the DOG, DOJ. So he actually faces up to uh, 45, and, oh yeah, 65 years, which of course he probably won't get that many. He'll probably get like... 25 to 40 or something. It's some weird number. Well, it'll also be in like a posh, you know, like clubhouse type of prison. It's not going to be in an actual bad prison. He's going to be still using his. Well, so you think he's going to a tennis club? Yeah. No, they, they, it's just a club. That is true. The rich man's prison. Wouldn't that be something if they actually. We were getting ready to take him to prison, and they and they took the wrong turn, or, and and, and they put him in with like a mass murder or something. <laughs> I don't belong here. <laughs> Get me out. They're, Get me out. No, they're just gonna go. Oops. <laughs> no, there was a story the other day I read, where this guy. This is crazy, and it has nothing to do with trucking. It just kind of reminds me of this arm Brewster going to prison. This guy was in prison for like. It was a pretty violent dude, like beating up a cop and resisting arrest, all kinds of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. His sister had been raped and molested as a minor mm. by a 70-some-year-old man. Mm. True story. I actually read this. Not, not. I mean, I read it in the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, guess who actually ended up being his cellmate? The rapist <gasps> that raped his sister. <gasps> exactly. Well, it didn't take him long before, you know, the, the rapist started talking and uh so he killed him in prison a young guy he's only in his 20s he he said i couldn't take it he said here's the guy that raped my sister and molested her and i i read this story and everybody on the blog was going guy was doing what everybody else would have did but they sentenced him to 25 years because he murdered and you know who's in trouble more than anybody the prison prison they put him yeah it's like putting a we're going to put the dog and the cat together for once. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. It's like taking a dog and putting a cat in the cage with it. I mean, how? I mean, and I mean a dog that hates cats, not one that's lovable. Or, or it's like putting the rabbit with the greyhound. Or it's like putting, a, it. putting a mouse in with a cobra. You know what he's going to do. <laughs> but the bottom line is they're in a lot of trouble. Well, Am Brewster, and it's a sad thing because you're right. And I didn't even think about this. That pisses me off. Here's a guy ripping off trucking. Everybody gets hurt when you rip off a trucking company that big. Mm-hmm. The, the drivers, because they had to sell a lot of stuff off. Everybody gets hurt. And here's a guy now going to go. You're right. He's probably going to go 
and be in prison where, you know, he's got a a full couch and a recliner in his cell, you know, and maybe a, a masseuse. He's still going to have a butler and his, he's still going to have, he's going to have everything that well, he has normally. Well, he's going to go out. You I know as well as I do, when we had the person that we know went to, pr- went to prison. Yeah, but he was in a country club also. Exactly. You're talking about Johnny Acid. And he even said, he even said it wasn't difficult. Remember? No, it wasn't. So what do you think this CFO is going to end up getting? But you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking even in maximum security prisons, some of those guys have butlers. You've seen Oz, right? So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> a little prison joke. So, but no, I mean, but you know what I say? I say, I'm going to applaud this guy. Good for you, Arm Brewster, because even though it's a country club prison, he's not, he's not going to be allowed to leave. You know the, the rules when you go to those country club prisons? If you leave and walk away, they have like roll call so many times a day. Uh-huh. If you miss it, you go to the minute the medium or maximum security prison when they get you back in. So anyways, he's going to be trapped there for probably, I don't know how old the guy was, but he will be there for a long time. Moving on. Moving on. Moving. Okay. Now, tragedy. I got this article where it says NTSB. Report says Big Rig failed to slow for traffic, triggering pileup crash that killed 10. This was in Alabama a couple months ago. And uh, I guess the highway was wet. One article saying it was pretty slick. One article saying it was very light. Here's what it says. It says, this week the National Transportation Safety Board released an initial report on a horrific pileup crash that left multiple children dead in an Alabama June 21 this was two months ago. Mm-hmm. Said so the crash occurred on June 19th around 2.20 p.m. on the northbound side of I-65 near Greenville, Alabama. Says so the crash ultimately involved 12 vehicles and left a total of 10 people dead, including eight children. That's, that's the, the worst part right there. Yeah. Eight children traveling with the Tallapoosa County Girls Ranch a group that assists needy, neglected, or abused children. A baby and a father in an SUV traveling in an SUV were also killed. 26 others were injured. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. The NTSB report says that the crash began as a semi-truck hauling an empty auto trailer approached the bridge over Pigeon Creek near Milepost 138 where traffic had come to a stop due to a previous crash, or previous crashes. So I guess the road was slick. It said authorities say that the semi struck an SUV, then hit a transit van with a driver and nine passengers. After striking the van and other vehicles, the truck struck the left bridge rail, and continued into the medium beyond the north end of the bridge, coming to rest with a portion of its trailer in the roadway. It says the SUV overturned and struck several other vehicles in traffic in a traffic queue before coming to the rest on the roadway. A second semi came upon the stopped vehicles, veered left, struck a mounted struck and mounted the left bridge rail, struck the van and came to rest in the medium. The van also came to the rest in the medium, facing south between the two semi-trucks. 
As a result of the multi, a multiple collisions, a fire ensued, consuming the semi-trucks, the van, and three other vehicles. So, really, the, the end result is they still haven't said whose fault it was or what fault it was. All, all you know is, all you know is, it said in the reports it was raining all day, all week, but it was, it was raining lightly when this accident happened. Whether it was raining or not, I'm not blaming the trucker. I'm not blaming anybody. Anything can happen in the blink of an eye. So I don't know. Well, the traffic was already stopped due to crashes, it says. The CB would have helped. Thank you. That's exact. I mean, we, we harp on the CB, but that is 100%. I, let me just say this. I was talking to a, a driver the other day, a young guy. I mean, when I say young, he's like 20s. Really nice kid. And we were talking, and uh, I asked him, I said, I said, do you got a CB, brother? He said, um, there's one in the truck that he drives. The owner put one in it. He said, but he doesn't use it. He said, the only time he uses it in the winter when it's snowing to get reports. He said, but the rest of the time, there's too much chatter that he doesn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly and truly, I, I couldn't tell these guys... I could tell them every every minute of the day just about. You just turn your squelch up to where you don't hear the chatter, and you'll hear within a mile. But most likely, again, you don't know, but I would imagine most likely there were trucks coming the coming south on 65 warning drivers. Hey, up ahead there is a a bunch of stop traffic. There's accidents. Mm-hmm. Back it down. Back it down. Northbound. I mean. When I was a driver, that's what you hear. Back it down. Back it down. Get out of the hammer lane. You know, I'm just saying, people think that the, we are going to be doing a podcast called The CB, The Dinosaur. Because everybody thinks it's a dinosaur. It's, it's not. I'm not. I mean, not everybody. Truck drivers that use it don't. But, guys, I want to tell you. I mean, you know what I liked about this show, Ruthann, over the years? How many years we've been here? Four or five? 2015, six almost. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was, we've already celebrated. Over the years, I couldn't tell you how many people wrote in and said, hey, because of you guys, we're getting, I got a CB. I got a CB. Maybe they got sick and tired of hearing me bitching. Or maybe they just started realizing. People come close to, you know, getting into accidents. But my gosh, that's, that is like you said, I was about to say CB and you said if he would have a CB. I mean, that is a perfect example. Mm Mm-hmm. Of if you had your CB, that is your tool. Yeah, because you can you can you can have it where it's like, like you said, you turn it to where you only can hear really a mile or two. Give yourself, I would say two miles, only because you know it takes a while for you to come to a stop. But if you have a fair enough warning, you can get off and exit before that. You can break it down. There's so much that you can do if you have enough warning. Then keep going and and have a tragedy happen. I've met guys that say, Troy, I haven't, I haven't used a CB for 20 years, and I've never been in an accident. But then again, that might be a guy that drives five miles under the speed limit, and he's the most cautious guy in the world, and he had a little bit of luck or a little bit of a blessing riding on his shoulders. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, most guys can testify to that CB, saving them at least a handful of times in their trucking career. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've talked to guys that have driven 20, 30 years, 
And every one of them have said, oh, my gosh, that CB saved me so many times. If not from an accident, from maybe a giant backup. I couldn't right. tell you. A delay, late loads. Yeah. There could be so many other things. I yeah. couldn't tell you how many times on the snow. Again, I'm not trying to harp on this, but I couldn't tell you how many times 50 to 100 miles away going across, say, 70 or going across 80. Somebody said, hey, hey westbound, you got a real big parking lot ahead of you at, at the 150 or whatever. Okay. And, you know, the first thing I start doing is, hey, how do I get around that? Right. You know, hey, especially the locals. I mean, even though you got GPS and all, some of the locals that are like local truckers that have like dump boxes, those guys are on the CB too. And they will literally get on there and say, listen, get on this road, go up north about five miles, hang a left at this other road. It's all truck route. You can get around it. It'll take you 20 miles past the accident and drop you back down on 80. Literally, I couldn't tell you how many times that has saved me just from that alone. Mm-hmm. That's CB. It's an investment. And for anybody for anybody out there, and, and I'm going to tell you where most of these guys, see, people get their information from other people. You know that. That's usually how it goes. Well, they, well, people get their information from people that think they're smarter. See, the problem with the world is everybody thinks everybody's dumber than them, and they think they're smarter than everybody. And so you get you, you have a bunch of people out there that don't like the CB, Okay, because they'd rather be on their cell phones, okay, talking to their wife or whatever they're doing. So they so they talk negative about it so they feel better about themselves that they don't use a CB. So then you got a bunch of young guys or new guys in the industries going, yeah, that, that CB sucks because it's a dinosaur. That's from 30 years ago. And they hear it from the dumbass that thinks he's a smartass. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. That's exactly what that comes from. So you guys, if you guys don't like hearing me bitch about CBs, get yourself a CB. Turn your squelch up. You can literally, or you can turn the gain. You can turn the gain back, and you can turn your squelch up. And what that does is you're not going out too far, and you're not hearing out too far. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is if somebody's chattering 10 miles down the road, and I agree, I hate, I hate to have my CB on where you can hear the, the cursing and the BS and all that crap going on, but if you just turn it up to where it's silent, Turn your gain back and your your squelch up. That means you'll have silence. But the guy a half a mile ahead of you, that's all you need is a half a mile to a mile warning for as far as emergency goes. That guy, you're going to get a warning from a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you almost every accident. If you read the blogs, every accident out there where there's pileups and, and crashes like this, every one of them, there's a guy on the in the blog going. I was going the opposite way, and I was yelling, and I couldn't get anybody to respond. I kept saying, back it down, back it down, back it down. And guess what? Every single, not every single one, because there's other guys using their CB going the other way, but the guys that are going down the road picking their nose, honestly, they're the ones that are that are messing up because of the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. The dinosaur. The CB's a dinosaur. So anyways, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I was waiting for you, sir. No, but I'm serious. I, again, I didn't mean to make it about CBs, but it, it really, a lot of this stuff can go to the CB. The CB can be a solution for many things. Get a CB and I'll stop bitching at you. That's a deal. Yes, I will. For a minute, I will. I'll find something else. I will find something else, <laughs> but I'll stop bitching about the CB. <laughs> All right. Ruthann, that's my podcast for the day. What do you got for me? You got Word Word Genius? I do. Word Genius. Check out Word Genius, everybody. We're not a... They're not a sponsor. We just use them, and we love them because they, they make Ruthann smarter. I've been trying to make Ruthann smarter for a long time, but Word Genius came along and started making her intelligent. 
There's also another one that I started getting out of the blue. No idea why. Which one? It's called Word Thirst. It just started coming in my emails. Like, what do they do? They have right now. It's it's it just so far all they've done is they sent me a thing that says which which word best matches this example sentence, and then they give you like four words that you're supposed to throw into that the the sentence. Cool. So that's something new, and then they also give me a word. So it's like. I don't know why. I have no idea. It just started coming into my email. Yeah, if you're a trucker that likes increasing in knowledge, check these things out. Mm -hmm. What's the word of the day? Cultivar. Cultivar? Mm -hmm. Cultivar. Is it a C or a K? C-U-L-T-I-V-A-R. Cultivar. Mm -hmm. Use it in a sentence first. The Rose Garden was organized by sections of different cultivars. Okay. Most houseplants are cultivars of hardier outdoor species. Now give us the definition. The definition is a plant variety that has been produced in cultivation by selective breeding. Cultivars are usually designed are designated in the style Taxus baccata variegata. Okay. We all understood that. <laughs> Basically, Greenhouse plants kind of thing, where they create. That's what I thought. It was almost like they're grafting and Mm -hmm. and creating things. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Do we have anything else in trucking today? You know what? I I really, I'm hoping that like a new Peterbilt or new Kenworth is going to come out soon. Something really badass that we can talk about. Did you like my autonomous joke? Yes. Yeah? That was good, huh? You thought I was going to mess that joke up. I did. All right. I did. Let's get out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.